Hello there, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. This is episode number 119. It covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 15th of June 2020, and it was published on Monday the 22nd of June 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and as always, a few bits of housekeeping before we begin, if that's all right with you. Firstly, just to say that head over to our main website, wpbuilds.com. You can find everything that we do there, and we do produce quite a lot of WordPress content. We do webinars and podcasts and all sorts of things, and I'll tell you a little bit more about those in a moment. However, if there's stuff on that website that you like the look of and you'd like to be in touch with us, you'd like to be informed about what we produce, well, then go to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. That's the subscribe link at the top of the page. And over there, you'll be able to sign up to our newsletter. We've got two of those, one to alert you as to when we produce new content, so podcast episodes and so on and so forth. And there's another one which will tell you when we find new WordPress deals floating around on the internet. You can also subscribe to us on your favourite podcast player over there and join our Facebook group of over 2,600 very friendly WordPressers. I have to say that is the that's the moniker of that group. I think really friendly and polite. So if you if you fancy a friendly and polite Facebook group talking about WordPress things, then go check that out. The other pages to tell you about are wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. That's a 365 days of the year, always on page of a bunch of deals. You're going to find products all in the WordPress space. So themes, plugins, that kind of thing. It's all over there. And those deals never seem to evaporate. They never go away. So go check them out. wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. And the last one that I want to mention is wpbuilds forward slash advertise. If you would like to advertise your product or service in front of a WordPress specific audience, a little bit like Kinster and AB Split Test have done. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinster, who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. It's powered by the Google Cloud Platform, and all their plans include PHP 7, SSH, and 24-7 expert support. You can try a demo free for 60 days at kinster.com. And A-B split test. Do you want to set up your A-B split test in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Well, use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, and the WordPress Block Editor. You can check it out at absplittest.com. Just before we begin, this is a little bit of a plug for a new thing that's happening over on WP Builds. I've joined forces with Sabrina Zaidan, and we are doing an interesting little thing. It's all about how to launch a plugin, and we've started it. It's kind of plugin startup from zero to 10,000 k installs 10,000 k good grief that would be a lot 10k installs and uh, we're just charting how it is that we we launch the plugins i'm helping tom carlos launch his ab split test plugin and sabrina's got her speed guard plugin and we're going through a bit of a journey we did our first live last tuesday and we've got one coming up this tuesday it's 2 p.m uk time wpbuilds.com forward slash live would love to see you there okay let's get on with the main news shall we 
Each and every week we start off under the banner of WordPress Core and this week I've got a few bits for you. The first one over on WordPress Tavern. In fact, I think all three of these pieces are on WordPress Tavern. Um, and it's Sarah Gooding writing a piece called WordPress Bumps Minimum PHP Recommendation to 7.2. And hurrah, this is all good news. Last week this was announced and the recommendation from now on will be that people use PHP 7.3 although the minimum acceptable PHP version will be 7.2. If you actually click on the link in the show notes and go to this piece, you can see exactly how long this has been going on and who's been involved in bumping this up. And, and actually, the large proportion of people who have been pushing for this for a very long time and, and how it's all happened. So this is great. It would appear that there's still quite a lot of people using older versions of PHP on WordPress. But now that we get these site health warnings, hopefully over time people will be bumping themselves up to the more modern versions for a whole variety of reasons, security speed amongst them. So anyway, this is good news and hopefully everybody will be on PHP 7.2 or plus very, very soon. As I said, staying on WP Tavern, Justin Tadlock is telling us all about Gutenberg updates in an article entitled Gutenberg 8.3 updates block categories, includes parent block selector, adds new design controls. And this is a fairly user-facing update to the Gutenberg editor, as I said, version 8.3. There's, there's quite a lot that's been happening. There are new block categories. Uh, I have to confess that I don't really make much use of these because I find that the, the well, what I would suggest is that you go to the article and look at the screenshot. And if you, if you look very carefully, you'll be able to see on the first screenshot, there's the tiny word design written in blue. And it's so tiny and so inconsequential compared to the icons in the inserter in Gutenberg that I very rarely even notice it's there. Anyway, we have renamed and reorganized block categories. Now blocks will be organized into the following five, text, media, design, widgets, and embeds. But as I say at the moment, I think the UI is such that I completely ignore them. I tend to insert new blocks with just doing the forward slash command and then typing in the beginning of something like, I don't know, short code or list item or something like that. There's also a option to select a parent block. If you've used Gutenberg, especially if you've used columns, it's incredibly frustrating to try and find the parent block because there's no visual feedback as such. You just have to sort of move the mouse around and hope for the best. There are, of course, ways of doing it with the uh, the navigation uh, option, which resides above the block or at the top if you've got the, the navigation pinned to the top. But that's a little bit frustrating. Now there is a new icon if you are using the sort of inline control and you can find the parent item using that, which is quite nice. There's also some experimental spacing, padding controls, which theme authors might want to take a look at. Justin goes into exactly how that works and why you might like to use it. And also link colors have been addressed. Obviously in the past, it was pretty difficult to determine what the link color would be. And now the that seems to have been taken on board as well. So for example, if you've got a background color that might mask the, the link color, Color, well, that's now being in, taken into consideration and theme authors may well be able to, to do something about that. But go and look at Justin's article and you can learn more for yourself. This next one's all about sitemaps. It's an interesting one because WordPress 5.5 is going to include 
extensible core sitemaps. So Sarah Gooding tells us on WP Tavern, one year ago, developers at Google and Yoast began a collaboration with the idea of putting XML sitemaps into WordPress core. And it would appear that testing from January onwards this year has resulted in something which is believed to be stable. Now, this is not really something that you're going to be able to interact with because the idea is that there are really no settings. It's just switched on. There will be the option to switch it off. And those of you that have got a a satisfactory solution at the moment need not worry because the guys over at Google um, have chipped in to say if you've got two uh, XML sitemaps running, in other words, the, the one which WordPress will include in core, plus perhaps a plugin doing a job, so it might be an SEO plugin or a specific XML sitemap plugin, then Google won't worry too much about that. You may also be worried that this is going to slow your site down, but apparently not. The scope of this has been limited to the last 2,000 URLs. So if you've got a giant site only the last 2000 urls will be included in the hopes that it won't be uh, i don't know querying too many things or adding too much but it, anyway it's coming into core you as a developer will have options to switch this off on behalf of people and i think there are some options to switch this off as well but we'll have to wait and see how this looks when wordpress 5.5 comes along but really uh, quite an interesting development from an seo point of view and the collaboration between Google and Yoast is also really interesting. The next section is WordPress community and quite a few pieces for you this week. The first one, in fact, the first two are pieces all about the fact that Yoast has acquired the duplicate posts plugin. The first link is actually on the Yoast.com website and the second one is an article on WP Tavern. But this is just to say that duplicate posts has in fact been acquired by Yoast. Now they have taken on the, the creator of the plugin, Enrico Batocci. I I'm really sorry if I've pronounced your name wrong. Um, and they've taken him on as a senior engineer with the intention of keeping him on this plugin um, as the lead developer going forwards. It's actually amazing to me that this plugin has got 3 million active installations and a near perfect five star score over 451 reviews, 429 of them. A five star, which gives them 4.9. Anyway, an incredible amount of popularity. Uh, it kind of also feels to me that this is the sort of thing that really ought to be in core, but perhaps I'm wrong about that. Perhaps that's just something that's a bit too niche. Anyway, 3 million people having the plugin installed would certainly imply that a lot of people think that's something necessary. It's hard to imagine why Yoast have bought this, but then a little bit further down in the post, Yoast Devolk himself says why potentially they've bought it. And it's all about repurposing or republishing content. A lot of people, it would seem, take content and they kind of republish it. And Yoast might have an angle on this in that they might want to be able to spot from an SEO point of view if the republished, repurposed post is in fact different enough to add some sort of SEO value. Um, this is not something I get particularly involved with. I write everything from scratch. So obviously there's a bit of a market for people doing that. We apparently are going to have a free version for the for the future. There's no plans to make it into a premium plugin or anything like that. So interesting stuff if you're using duplicate posts. This next one is very definitively one for the developers out there. And it is, again, Justin Tadlock, WP Tavern, Web Dev Studios releases block scaffolding tool for developers. And exactly that, alongside the release of Gutenberg 7.4 in February, they forked the WordPress script, which allows you to 
build and scaffold your custom blocks. Now, apparently it was a very difficult thing to do. And so they took on the task of making this, as Justin describes it, tedious setup, much more straightforward. Justin goes in to describe all of the things that you need to do to get this going. But if you are building blocks and you've taken, taken on board that task and you've learned all of the things that you need to learn, you've got your React skills up and running and you understand things like Webpack, Babel, ESLint and so on, then this might be for you because it may just shave a few minutes here and there from getting everything set up. The final piece in this section comes from Amir Helzer over at Toolset article entitled New Documentation and Training Courses for Toolset. If you're anything like me, it can be very frustrating when you purchase something, a plugin, for example, and you go to look at the documentation and you realize how difficult it is to achieve certain things because it hasn't been documented yet. Well, a big plugin like Toolset, which does an awful lot of heavy lifting, obviously needs some good documentation. And they've shifted focus in the last six months away from shortcodes and into the block editor, which means that a lot of their demonstrations, tutorials, and so on, and so forth were lagging behind. Well, they're happy to report now that they are fully up to speed. They've released three new courses and they've also put their documentation into various different hubs which focus on the, the different things that you might need to learn. So well done. I'm sure it's a, it's a fairly difficult thing to get the excitement about creating the documentation, but well done for doing that. Should you still be looking for the old documentation? Well, there's a link on that page that I'm linking to, which shows you how you can acquire that as well. Our next section is plugins, themes, and blocks. And we've got three pieces for you this week. The first one is over at WP Manage Ninja. It's entitled Fluent Forms 3.6.0 is here, and it's full of user-suggested features. It was interesting that a couple of weeks ago, I think it was, we mentioned that Gravity Forms had, for the first time in what seemed like a long time, decided to do a bit of a, a PR blast and let us know everything that was going on with their product. And it kind of feels to me like the new players, the new kids on the block, have been part of the cause for Gravity Forms to, to really up their game. And Fluent Forms seems to be one of them. I have to say, I have been using it and I'm really pleased with it. But, you know, everything needs to be improved. And so they've done an awful lot of work over the last two months. They've got a brand new UI for the form builder. They've introduced partial entries for step forms. In other words, you can sort of save it and then come back to it at a later point. They've introduced a weekly email summary of all your forms. So if you want to switch off the, you know, the the notifications as soon as you get them. You can make them into summaries. They've added additional support for advanced ACF fields for post creation from forms. Uh, additional regional payment methods for Stripe. You can see all of the entries ag aggregated from all the forms. They've added better support for the Oxygen page builder and advanced form validation, which they're calling less spam. They've introduced a dedicated Elementor widget. Uh, German languages have been supported now and a mobile friendly admin area so you can actually interact and create the forms and modify the forms on your mobile phone plus 60 more they say so bravo to the team I have to say I'm like I say I'm very pleased with it I think it's a, a good product and uh, yeah maybe one to check out if you're in the market for a new forms plugin click on the link in the show notes to find out more 
Speaking of forms, we've got a different one here. This is a different take on forms altogether. It's an article, again, WP Tavern, Justin Tadlock writing, build forms via the block editor with Gutenberg forms. So this is a, well, a plugin which goes back a couple of years, but essentially sat dormant for a very long time, but now has been brought back to life by Munir Kamal, the plugin developer, and it's the capability to build forms directly inside the block editor. As you'd expect, you can sort of drag and drop various bits and pieces. You can actually build forms on the fly in posts and pages, but his suggestion is to build them and then save them away and then you can insert them. Um, and he seems very happy with it. Justin said when he tried it a couple of months ago, it was mostly frustrating, but now it's mostly not frustrating. There's an awful lot of promise, he thinks. And I think when Justin says that, he means it. He does explain that there are still problems. He was unable in some cases to actually get the form to insert. The form template inserter didn't always work and he got various JavaScript errors and so on. But he's very bullish about this one and he loves the idea of being able to build forms directly inside the WordPress editor. It does seem a bit like like the, the the perfect way of doing it if you are if everything is going to be a block and everything should be done inside the the block area then well forms could do that as well so this is certainly a project worth che checking out click on the link in the show notes there are some changes over on WooCommerce. WooCommerce 4.3 is available in beta testing. Those of you that are into the cutting edge of things might like to try this out. There's a few bits and pieces. There's a new WooCommerce admin homepage, which looks really rather nice. There's also some upcoming block changes. So for example, some of the blocks have been um, just sort of rejigged a little bit, so di different numbers of rows and so on and so forth. And the ones that have changed are newest product, hand-picked products, products by category, best-selling products, products, on sale products, top rated products and products by attribute. What a lot of the word product that was. And also there's a bump, as we mentioned earlier, PHP being shifted up to 7.2, WooCommerce obviously taking the lead with that as well. They're now recommending, well, making it a minimum requirement to have PHP 7.2 and above. Okay, the next section is deals for this week. I've got no new ones, but just to mention once more that we have our deals page, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. There's a ton up there all the time. And also we're just reusing some of the ones that have been on for the last few weeks. So for example, there's the Amelia booking plugging lifetime deal, $49. WP reset, again, lifetime deal, $49. Quotas, which might be useful if you're sending out proposals, that's available for $49. And if you need yet another forms plugin, Happy Forms have a lifetime deal for $49. Click on the link in the show notes and you'll get taken to the appropriate sales pages. The next section is security and, good grief, I'm struggling to believe what I'm about to say. I have nothing for you this week. I literally could find no security news. I'm probably completely wrong about this. Maybe my search was uh, lacking, but I couldn't find anything. And that's a bit of a relief. Phew! One week without some security news is an absolute blessing. The next section is the WP Builds enormously self-promotional bit. I've got two pieces for you this week, things that we did over on WP Builds. The first one is to say that I released a podcast with my good friend David Wormsley, and we talked about the subject of limiting client access versus full access. The whole podcast is about the idea of how much do you give to your clients when you hand over the website? Do you give them the administrator role? Do you give them the editor role? Do you try to wrangle some kind of role in between, make up a new role? 
control or use a plugin to limit certain things that they can see. So for example, you know, gravity forms, how do they get to see their forms if they've got the editor role? Because my understanding is they can't. So things like that, how much do you do? Do you customize it? Do you white label it? Remove all traces of WordPress altogether like some WAS people do? Well, that's what the podcast is about and you can go and check out our thoughts on it as we debate that subject. The next one is to say that, well, I mentioned it earlier at the top of the show. I'm doing this um, this new live series with Sabrina Zaidan entitled WordPress Plugin Startup from 0 to 10k installs. And each week for the next goodness knows how many weeks, probably 8, 9, 10, depending on how it goes, um, we're doing a live version of the podcast. And so I'm going to store all of those in a YouTube playlist. And the link is to that. We've had episode one. It went on for nearly an hour I think we were planning on doing about 20 minutes but there was so much to say we laid the groundwork of what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks and you can check it out by clicking the link in the show notes in the job section this week I have one employer but two positions up for grabs and this is working with uh, map steps well you might know them better as the page builder framework David Von Gries has been on the podcast on a few occasions and he's looking for a Gutenberg developer that's the thing right now he says it's a remote position but it's full time and he's also looking for a writer he says for the developer position we're looking for a talented WordPress developer to help us feature develop features and blocks for the new Gutenberg editor. You need to have experience with object-orientated PHP, JavaScript, and React. And if you're a writer, you need to be a WordPress enthusiast and love writing about it. English is your main language. Then we're looking for you. So there we go. That's all the WordPress stuff that I've got for you. But hold on, don't click stop just yet, because there's always a little bit we tag on at the end entitled not WordPress, but useful anyway. The first one is to say search engine journal are saying that Instagram is due to surpass Twitter as a popular news source in the very near future. It turns out the younger generation, they're simply not interested in reading editorialized news. They don't want to spend ages trawling through news articles, certainly buying less paper and consuming less on the internet from traditional news sites. And so the biggest source of news amongst all the social networks is, as you might expect, Facebook. A second is YouTube, then you've got WhatsApp, and at the moment Twitter is on 12%, but rising very steeply from 8% a few years ago is Instagram. Now, I confess I'm not really in the demographic that understands how you would consume news on Instagram, but clearly the younger generation are, and they're lapping it up by the millions. So interesting, if you're not on you know, if you're not on Twitter and you're not on these sources and you're producing content, seems like Instagram is something that you really should have your news pushed towards. This is kind of WordPress related, but it, it, it isn't at the same time because it's about AppSumo. And this is the guys from PowerPack for Beaver Builder and Elementor. So the guys at Ideabox have produced a piece on the Freemius blog entitled, Is AppSumo Worth the Hassle for WordPress Plugin Developers? Now, Puneet over there has written this piece basically outlining why he went over to AppSumo for WP Foamify, what he found useful, how it was useful for gaining some quick traction, what some of the gotchas are, how best to prepare, how to interact with the team over at AppSumo, what their strengths are, and so on and so forth. And ultimately, I think he feels it was very favorable. He thought that it worked to his benefit. And, you know, so that's good. I think a lot of 
plugin developers are very good at the plugin side of things, great at writing the code, awesome at creating the actual product, but need a bit of help with marketing. And obviously the AppSumo team are kind of experts at getting your message out there. And although it is obviously a bit of a price grab and the lifetime deals can be financially possibly difficult to justify from the developer's point of view, at least it gets the word out there and you get some solid users giving you some nice feedback. The last piece I've got for you today is about an app called Stack. Now, I know nothing about this app, and that's not what we're talking about today, but this app is one of those that you download and you want to use three Gmail accounts, an Evernote account, a Slack account, and something else all in one app. It allows you to do that, but that's not what this is about. It's all about the fact that a little while ago, just probably to do with the COVID times, the, the investment that they were planning on using to develop their product completely just evaporated. It, it went away. They were completely surprised when the people that were going to be investing 400,000 euros decided to pull out. And so they suddenly needed a new way of doing it. And so they reached out to their existing users and their community and they asked for some support. And they've managed to reach the first initial goal, which will keep them going for a little while, of $15,000. And so this piece is just one of those nice little pieces of a bit a bit of charity working out and a company reaching out to their users proving that they were still in the game and but needed support and the users saying well you know what we really like this product let's reach into our wallets and see if we can help so just a nice little read but uh, certainly not very wordpressy well, that's all I've got for you this week. I hope that you found some of that useful. If you did, I would very much welcome a comment either on the wpbuilds.com website where you can find this post. Go to the section at the top and you can find the news archive and this one will be at the top left. And then go to the comments at the bottom. You have to use Facebook comments. That's what we've chosen on. Or just go to the Facebook group, wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook. I always like an iTunes as it was. Should I say Apple Music review? That's helpful. Or a review anywhere. Please pass on the good news about WP Builds. I'd be enormously grateful. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by Kinster. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and it runs on speed obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part? Their expert team of WordPress engineers are available 24-7 if you need help. You can try a free demo for 60 days at kinsta.com. And A-B split test. Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time? The new A-B split test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, really anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. You can go check it out at absplittest.com. Okie dokie. Come and join us again at some point this week. Thursday will be our next podcast. Next Monday in the morning will be the next news, the one that you've just listened to, but next week's and 2pm UK time on Monday, the live WordPress news. And on Tuesday, the live that I'm doing with Sabrina Zidane about zero to 10k plugin installs. Hope you have a good week. Bye bye for now.